Hello, everybody. I'm super excited to introduce one of the hottest comics, one of the funniest roast battlers. She's also a comedy show producer. Gabby Vargas, how are you doing? Hey, hey. So freaking good. So excited to be here. Thank you. Yes. I'm so glad to have you because you've just been killing it in the game. Um, so you um i really feel a lot of like i i get it because um my mom was also a casino dealer and when i i think i was like how did you start doing comedy and then you're like yeah i used to do i used to deal in the casino i was like okay i it totally makes sense so can you tell us like how you got started in comedy i mean i got started in comedy through improv initially like in high school and stuff. And then when I moved to California in 2015, 2016, I started doing improv at Second City. Wow. Sorry, that's my dogs. I have so much respect for improv people and she has the best dogs. People, please go go to her Instagram, look at all her amazing dogs. Um, so yeah, where were you before uh, California? I always, I thought you were here like the whole time. Nope. I moved here from Tampa, Florida. Well, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So how was that like in, in Florida? A lot of people are moving to Florida right now. From I mean, it's cheaper. It's nicer. This, the, my hair grows like 10 times when I'm there. But um, it's cool. I didn't do stand up there. But I didn't start stand up until I came to California. But I'll actually be performing next Saturday with Jessica Michelle Singleton in wesley chapel oh my god congrats you you're doing so much so let's let's take it back to like i guess what what made you want to start comedy i just have always been very like um i guess animated you can say i always did like a lot of voices and stuff like my dad has always been making jokes and i grew up watching saturday night live and like Nickelodeon all that and all that stuff and like we would always recreate the scenes and that just I just kept doing that throughout my life and I was like once my mom passed away she always told me just do it just do it and I was like life's too short why can't I just do it and for some reason I thought stand-up had like this barrier to it but it was just hit up a I got a show opportunity from a friend like a mutual friend gave me my first five minutes on a show like I had never done an open mic or anything and it went really well that's awesome what did you talk about on your first show I talked about dealing blackjack honey giving bjs to lots of people (laughs) like that (laughs) and then uh my mom that's amazing when when did you start comedy like what year in stand-up comedy yeah 2020 whoa that's yeah you've accomplished so much more than a lot of the comics have done I would say at least five years so congratulations I thought well I was doing like sketch comedy and stuff well thank you for the congratulations (laughs) but I was doing like sketch comedy and stuff in like 2018 but the stand-up not till 2020 wow so what do you think is like the main difference between like being in improv versus like comedy people well improv you have like a group of people to lean on almost right right. and it's more about being in the moment and not so much like worried about what you're going to say next right but like reacting to what the other person is saying as opposed to like stand up you are accountable for yourself you're the only one up there yeah that's true people people try to lean on the audience and then if they don't react they start like attacking the audience yes. I was like, That's, oh uh, this not is the so, way to go 
because <laughs> we we've been through uh several over mics together and i think we don't we don't have to <laughs> everything here but you've also been at rose battle at the at the comedy store so what, yes. what was that like it was so much fun that was like such a surreal experience. The first time I did the roast battle was in the main room at the comedy store, not even like the belly room because they were changing it up. Right. So right. that was like, what is happening? But it was like so much fun. Just and to be for able the to- record, you killed. You you killed. Him. Thank you. And <laughs> Thank you. um, well, like, what was it like just being live? Because I watched from the live stream because I mm-hmm. was not able to go. But what was the energy like? Like, what was just being in the moment like? awesome it's electric you like the crowd everybody's just chanting like people are being crazy you don't know what's going to happen josh went up there with his freaking shirt off and started shaking his bitty so you never know what's going to happen and i love it the judges are always so cool and supportive and i've learned about the roast battle that it's not so much about winning or losing it's about like putting on a good show right and then i just loved your jokes you were just way more prepared um sorry he wasn't prepared at all man we had another (laughs) week okay thank god you said it yeah what was it like completely killing him did you well we had we were supposed to perform like a week before and then we got bumped off the show oh no so then we had like another week to prepare so i was like okay i'm really gonna like take it seriously and write some jokes and i don't think he did that he's like i'm just gonna he thought he could just like wing it and even the judges were like, you look like a funny dude, but maybe today's not your day. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my God. Um, I, I think we should all just direct everyone to watch the battle as well, because I don't know yes, how to definitely. edit it. Maybe, maybe I'll figure out how to edit it so I can <laughs> put the link. Right, right. Here's the link. But I, I love that. And you also produce your own like comedy shows at um, Karina's Garden. So yes. um, what's like the main difference? What do you wish like comics would know about like producing a show? Producing a show, I wish like they would know about like promoting it because that's a huge thing. We do a lot of promotion. Thankfully, Karina helps me so much because it's like her small business and she's like a pillar in that community. So she has a lot of connections. But like we print out flyers and we go up and down like Old Town Temecula and we are like actively talking to people and like giving them the flyers and giving them the show links and promoting on Instagram and stuff. And we, our last show, we were completely sold out. It was standing room only. It was awesome. That's great. And I, but see I don't think picture. a lot of, oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people realize like how much like that background stuff goes into it. So as a producer, like, what are you, are you like connect, contacting people to come in? Like, what, can you take us like behind the scenes of like the producer? Like when I'm booking comics? Yeah. yeah. I try to like, at first I was like giving people opportunities that have given me opportunities. And I was like, you know, you helped me out, so I'll help you out. And that's like worked and not worked because sometimes they come and they think like, I mean, it's a joke. Yeah. But then they like, I almost don't take the show seriously. And I'm like, where, where are your jokes? But I'm definitely learning how to like book better comics, like more quality comics, but also still giving opportunities to everybody. I can, and I try to make it a diverse show, you know? Yeah. And it makes sense. Yeah. Cause we've kind of, we've hung out more like in Riverside, I guess, than in LA. 
Um, mm-hmm. But what would be like, can you describe like what was was one of your favorite shows to perform at? And do you think there's like differences between Inland Empire versus LA versus, you know, Orange Oh County? yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, like I've done those Riverside shows and stuff and they're cool, but it's mostly just comics. Right that are at those shows and I've definitely noticed that like going towards more the LA scene like there's real people in the audience so you can get like a real reaction and a real gauge of like how your jokes are going with like different crowds and stuff and I've noticed going from like LA or like in between Riverside LA I don't really know what that's called but that area sometimes like I bombed a couple times and it's like okay man you got to know your audience right right that's so true. And um, what do you do now, like outside of uh, comedy and producing? Um, I do a lot of like artwork and designing and stuff. I do like watercolor paintings. Um, I used to work in a tattoo shop. Oh, awesome. So I still try to keep the artist skills strong, you know? And then I use that a lot in my comedy too, because I like make the flyers and like try to make stickers and help them out that stuff. Yeah, that's true. And how has a pandemic been for you as a comic? Because you you started like, did you start during the pandemic or like right? like before January? Oh my god, January. So I had my first show at Bruce's Lounge, which I did really well. And then I did my second show at the Ice House, and I was like, wow. let me try something new, <laughs> bitch. All your shit's new. <laughs> I bombed. <laughs> But you're but, always really good with the audience, though. I will say that. Because I tend to make enemies with the audience. But, like, you have, like, really <laughs> good energy, you know? And then you, like, bring them to, like, uh, just, you know, happier and more like, okay, we're laughing together. It's, like, a good yes. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, I mean, I I've been getting laughed at my whole life. So now at least it's good to be getting laughed at. You know? But, like. Like, I I think you're, to me, like, you're very popular in the scene. Like, everyone does like you. Like, you're, like, you know, the, the one that people hug after the show, you know, a lot of times. But <laughs> um, what advice do you have for, like, um, new comedians starting out? People are like, oh, I don't know if I should do comedy. Like you said, with the barrier, right? What would you say to people who are like, oh, should I do it? I would it? tell them that that's just, they say, like, people like to say, I can't do this or I can't do this, but they're just creating a barrier that doesn't exist. Like, you just have to flip to your script in your mind and, like, let go of your ego, let go of your fear and just go freaking do it because life's too short. And if it's something that you want to do, it's right there and you can do it. Right. That makes sense. And I think um, a lot of people started doing comedy after, like, somebody died or, like, some, like, yeah, basically. <laughs> Like after my mom passed as well like what um what what how, how has it been like different for you since your mom's passing if I may ask um it's been like so hard you know like having that being that brought you here like in your life for 30 years and then they're just like kind of gone like missing those phone calls and especially like with all this stuff like I'm doing now like I just wish I could pick up the phone and be like yeah. hey guess what like put on fox like that's my face right there you know and like that part is so hard but she shows me that she's here in different ways like whether people believe in that or not but like we're all energy so once you die your energy is just transformed into something else so it's just about learning new ways to communicate with them yeah that makes sense and you know she shows me she's around and 
I just have to trust that I'm making her proud and giving her a good show because who wants to look down on someone just sitting there crying in a corner and the ball in their house, you know? <laughs> That's so funny. And like, <laughs> I, I love your, the, the people, I think a few people I know that had parents pass, but like, I, I can just, I relate now, you know, cause my mom passed in like 2018 and um, yeah, your mind was 19. So wow. It's recent. Do you think comedy has been like, pretty therapeutic or um is- oh yeah definitely I'm a middle child so I never got the therapy <laughs> like the older <laughs> ones and the younger ones yeah. so like this is my therapy I love it and were they like surprised you did comedy or like were you always artistic and you know doing theater stuff? yeah kind of they were like this is good we're we're proud of you like this is what you should be doing I love that and I, yeah, I will say Something about middle children. You guys are just like, <laughs> seriously, only, I'm an only child. I'm like an asshole. It's like, all right, we <laughs> younger children, like they're kind of, you know, everyone sucks. Like just the middle child, I think they're, you guys are just more diplomatic. Like, yes. Yeah. And I'm a Libra too. So I got like that double balance thing happening. I love that. And I'm like very adaptable. Try not to take things personally. Like the four agreements, that book totally that mindset I hold that love that what book are you reading right now oh right now I could grab it you want me to grab it yeah that'd be awesome it's kind of hard to read I also like to listen to it but it's oh my god I love that book that's amazing yes I just keep it open like on my altar on like some of the pages that have like this one says success requires no explanation failure permits no alibis you know so I just like reading a couple because it's kind of hard to read so I just like picking a couple pages and going through it yeah it's like written in the what 1800s or something it's like a really old book it's yeah yeah oh sorry go ahead no go ahead is somebody playing piano in the background (laughs) am i hallucinating it's so funny i I love i was just i had the microphone over there so okay that makes sense i was like am i like seriously hearing (laughs) no that's my boyfriend adam awesome and then there's the puppy and then there's my friend and then oh my god let's give some relationship advice because i think you're one of the few comics who are actually like happy in a relationship like because we always like to complain about how miserable we are (laughs) what what is like some of your relationship advice for the single ladies the single dudes or or both of them you know making sure that you don't put yourself totally in another person you know um you can't do that you know you both are individuals Mm-hmm. and the relationship is about like helping each other building each other up and creating like a positive environment like you want to be with them right and like having support like that supportive and honesty like why are you going to be in a relationship with someone when you're like playing games right right Ain't nobody got time for that yeah exactly Love like, that. just being honest and open having an open heart and an open mind and speaking with um ah the words escape me but like just speaking with love doing things with love 
and not with selfishness or greed. Releasing your ego again. I love it. I'm just learning for my selfish purposes because I'm doing a lot <laughs> of things. Awesome. Um, what would you say are some like good date spots uh, around SoCal? Ooh, definitely like um, Huntington Beach area. Love that, especially if you have dogs take the dogs to the pier. We love to go to the beach and skate up and down. Like that's active, you know, hikes, kind of get to know the person a little bit. (laughs) Right. Right. We love hikes. Yeah. We go to hockey games. We do so much stuff. I love that. And you have three dogs. Can you tell us about like dog mom? Do you have three dogs or am I? Two dogs. Two dogs. Sorry. Two dogs. Uh, Yes. Blue and bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) Blue and Bishop, they are amazing. They keep me going. They're unconditional love when you come home. Some people don't like it, but my dog sleeps in the bed. <laughs> he begs to get in the bed. He'll literally move the comforter and put himself <laughs> so into cute. the bed. Um, that's amazing. Blue is going to be 12 in February. What? He looks so young. You guys take really good care of him. Wow. Definitely. He's been all over traveling. He's been to New York. He's been to Florida. He's been cross country because they came with us from Florida. So they have been, they're traveling dogs. They love to go on hikes. And if you tell them we're going to the beach, Mm -hmm. he just cries. Oh, he doesn't like it or. Oh no, because he wants to go. He cries. Oh, okay. He's like howling. Wow. (laughs) Yes, basically. How did you, so that's a 12 year old dog. Wow. Like, um, Take us through like the, the story. Was he like, um, yeah, how did you how did you acquire the dogs? I don't know how to say it. Oh man, Blue is a funny story. He I got him when I was in college and my Rottweiler had passed away, Max R.I.P. And I just wanted another dog. And one day me and my friend were like on Petfinder and we were just like just looking at dogs, like people go window shopping, or people <laughs> yeah. like window dog yeah. shopping. And we found Blue on there and we're like, oh, he's not that far. And so we drove like an hour and a half to go get him. And then I told my dad that my ex-boyfriend surprised me at work with a box. <laughs> <laughs> Until this day, he still doesn't know. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. How about the other dog? The other dog, Adam rescued him. Okay. from a shelter I think they adopted him and they thought he was like a chihuahua <laughs> he's huge and yeah he's he's tall because he's like a terrier mix like a jack russell so when he was a puppy he was pretty crazy so I think he must have just like destroyed their house and they couldn't take it they thought he was going to be like a cute little puppy oh my god that's like the but worst now he's like, such a good boy yeah, look at him he's so cute he's so handsome he's a handsome he's honey like a how, yeah. Did they get along right away? Like the two dogs? They're like playing. basically, yeah. They're lover brothers. I love it. Not like cats. Yeah. Cats are so annoying. So you have to like, you know, make sure that they're okay, you know, close the door and then gradually introduce well, them. Well, dogs, you kind of have to do that too. Like they met at the oh. dog beach first oh, okay. and like That's ran cool. around and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it was good. Blue put Bishop in his place, like taught him a lot of things, you know, like the older dog does. He's a bigger dog too, right? Then I mean, I, I, I don't know if it's that. Yeah, he's he's a big dude. Yeah, I think big he's, Aussie. he's oh. a big Aussie. Oh. Yeah. 
What is a blanket chaser? I'm not good with like football. Oh, it says Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What? Uh, when did you move to uh, California? 2015. Mm-hmm. Did you move for a job or? Uh... Uh, yeah, we got new jobs at the casinos out here because they were keep your own tips. Mm-hmm. As opposed oh. to Florida, where it's just like a pull tip situation. Oh my God. So. Freaking communism. It sucks. Yes. Um, which casino did you go to? If you when could... I moved to California? Yeah, yeah, yeah. San Manuel, which is now Yamala. Oh, they changed it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I need to learn more about all the casinos over here. Or are you thinking of doing like a comedy show at a casino soon? Oh, okay. yeah. If I can, that'd be great. Yeah, I know. Like comedy madness has shows at the Aqua Caliente. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's where my mom was, and yeah, that would be oh cool. nice show. Yeah, yeah, so much money over there. All like the Indians are just like taking taking the land back through the casinos. As they I don't should. want to be canceled for saying that, but yeah, well, you were actually canceled. Well, like your Instagram account got, got not you were not canceled. No, but just like the account. Basically, what, like what happened? I posted some of the roast battle I had with Ernesto, and I don't think they liked that I said his favorite band was Green Card Day. Uh, <laughs> That's just, so funny. Uh, but his podcast hate. has the word illegals in oh, it. Literally. <laughs> Do you think A somebody recorded you? Consent. I know. Right? That's crazy. Just all this whole, you know. But and then it, Facebook doesn't even have a customer service number. Like, what the fuck? That's crazy. I think Facebook is communism but we can it is we can talk about that on okay um so where can we stalk you where can we see you more for future shows awesome you can check out my instagram at gabby makes jokes or gabrielle vargas comedy on facebook stay up to date with all the happenings coming up you can see me the secret on next tuesday on february 9th on foxes i can see your voice Getting awesome. good times yeah love it Killing it, uh, killing it in the last two years of comedy when you basically just started skyrocketed. Right, hustle um, game strong. Yeah, for sure. And you are going to be able to see her at her shows and follow all her links. And thank you so much for being on the show. Yes, thank you, Lee. I'm so grateful. Thank you.